I suppose this may be the most famous section in all the Bible with regard to Christmas. Luke 2, 8 to 14. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger, a feeding trough where donkeys and cattle eat, messy, dirty, smelly. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Just like at the end of the previous section in verses 1 to 7, we saw that this baby was put in swaddling cloths and laid in a manger, even though God had the authority and used it to create a decree from the most powerful person in the world, affecting all the world, so that this girl, Mary, could be gotten from Nazareth to Bethlehem, so that prophecies in Micah could be fulfilled. And if God wields the whole world in order to get one person to the town she needs to be in, then surely God can arrange for there to be a room for them in the inn Absolutely, he could have, and he didn't, which means it was purposeful that this baby was laid in a stinking manger. It's all part of God's plan to go low to save sinners. So when we come to the next paragraph and we read in the same region, there were shepherds and the angel of the Lord is going to appear to shepherds, not to kings, not to governors, not to the rich, but to the lowly shepherds. That doesn't surprise us. It's just part of the plan. And the glory of the Lord shone around them. So a a word person, a messenger shows up, glory shows up, word and wonder surround them. They were filled with fear I'm going to draw this like this. Glory of the Lord appears to them. And their first response is fear. And the angel says, no, no, don't fear. This is not about terrifying you. Well, why not? So their their response is, Fear, I mean, they're supposed to respond, fear not. So that's the message of of this messenger, fear not. And then comes this ground clause. We're going to have another ground clause here. And then we're going to have a sign supporting that ground clause there. So we're going to have an argument. Watch how it goes. Don't be afraid. 
you lowly shepherds, as the glory of the Lord shines around you, because I bring you good news of great joy. So the support for fear not, see, I'm going to use the margins here like this, is joy is God's purpose, not judgment. Joy is his purpose in the sending of this child, not judgment. Great joy, good news, great joy, jump up and down joy that will be not just for you, but for all the people, all the Jewish people. And of course, more we'll see later in the book. And the Gentiles are going to benefit as well, but that's the focus here. Why is it news of great joy? Because, here's your second argument, for because unto you this day is born in the, the appointed, promised city of David, a Savior who is Christ, that means Messiah, the Lord, Savior. He's going to rescue you from everything you need rescuing from, whether it's the Romans someday or whether it's sin, you're going to be saved. This is a Savior, and therefore it's great joy that I am commending to you, not judgment. So don't be afraid. A Savior has come, and He's Christ, Messiah, a promise, promise fulfiller. And he's the Lord. Now, what does that mean? Look, an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And this, this Lord, who is revealing his glory and shining it around them, and sending his messenger is the Lord lying in a manger. Same word. If you need to find a definition for Lord, there it is. Lord, Lord. This Lord that is appearing to you is now going to show you a sign. A sign supporting the fact that he's the Savior and the Messiah, and that there's great joy, and therefore you don't need to be afraid. So let me go back here and finish this. Why can there be joy? A Savior. Christ. Lord. Is being born. And a sign to support this is, how should we put it? In a stinking feed trough. The sign for you will be that the baby is wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a feeding trough. I mean, this must have sounded absolutely crazy to these shepherds. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts 
praising God as soon as the message is complete. Don't be afraid. There's great joy. You've got a Savior. The sign that this Lord, Messiah, Savior is going to be there for you is that he's lying as low as he can go in a feeding trough, in a cave or a barn, and all of heaven explodes with praise to God at that. Glory to God in the highest that he would send his son to be born in a manger as a savior, a great savior. Glory to God in the highest. All glory to God that there is such a salvation. And on earth, there's going to be peace among people with whom he is pleased. That word right there is used one other time. This noun for eudokia is used one other time in Luke, found right here in Luke 10.21. In that same hour, Jesus rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth that you have hidden these things from the wise and the understanding, and you have revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for it was well-pleasing before you. These are the people with whom you are pleased, the little children, not the famous, not the wise, not the understanding, not those who have power in Jerusalem, but the shepherd types on the margins, those with whom he is pleased, that is, those who will be very happy to have a Savior and a Messiah and a Lord, a Lord born in a feeding trough, a Christ born in a feeding trough, a Savior born in a feeding trough. Are you okay with that? If so, you're pleasing to God. So here's the argument. In a stinking feeding trough, you will find the Savior, the Christ, the Lord. That is a sign that a Savior and a Christ and a Lord have really come from God, and therefore there is great joy to be had, not judgment. Therefore, you don't need to be afraid as you stand in the presence of the glory of God. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. And it ends with glory. Begins with glory here. It ends with glory here. And all of heaven is exploding with glory to God because a Savior and a promise fulfiller and a Lord of the universe would assume such a role as lowly manger inhabitant. This is, the, this is the pattern all through the Gospel of Luke, leading, of course, to the cross as low as he can go, because that is how he's going to save sinners.